We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined in this Friday, June 25th by Ryan Belongi to talk about Saturday's two-game Euro slate. We've officially made it to the knockout rounds. Ryan, the, f- the first thing I wanted to ask you is with these knockout rounds, like we have to have a winner. And so uh, we obviously have the possibility for extra time and penalties. Uh, how much weight do you put into that uh, when you're building your lineups? Um, yeah, that's a very good question. Um, normally I think about it quite a bit. Like I think of maybe FA cup games that we've had or champions league games that we've had that are going to go 120 minutes and might have penalties. Um, yeah, it makes guys that are going to, that are going to be out there the whole time, or at least that, that you think will be, uh, more appealing targets. Um, and like, just speaking about showdowns, it always makes goalies more appealing targets too, because there has to be a winner. Um, I know this is a two game slate, but I guess it's still, it's like if the, if the game's projected to be close, like it's nice knowing that that goal, a a goalie from that game should get there. Like it's not going to end in a draw. Um, But other than that, yeah, I think it makes like targeting guys that you know are going to be out there definitely something to consider. That's like, it's a big difference when someone plays 60 minutes and someone plays 120 minutes, you're getting getting a whole nother game out of them. And usually um, the second half of the game uh, has, is more open, might have more fantasy points. Uh, There's more chances and more opportunities sometimes. So it's definitely something to keep in mind. Okay. Okay. I love that. I, I, we may get one in this uh, on this two game Saturday slate, but uh, it seems most likely that it's something we'll have to consider as the tournament moves on. Because you know when we get really good teams against really good teams, then uh, we get closer games. So anyway, jumping into this uh, these two games, we've got um, Italy the biggest favorite uh, against Austria, and then Denmark favored against Wales. Um, I feel like Wales has been a nice thorn in our side for much of this tournament, and uh, hopefully. Tomorrow is the last day we, we have to deal with that. But uh, totals, uh, as expected or as they've been for the whole tournament, are, are relatively low. The Denmark-Wales one is, is breathtakingly low. Um, but I think if you're trying to play the 120-minute game, that Denmark-Wales one sure looks like it, it could be the one, at least of the two on this slate. Yeah. Um, Denmark-Wales in playing in the Netherlands, the totals sitting at two, I mean, just off the top of my head, I think it's the second lowest total of the tournament. Um, Denmark minus 115 favorites, and then Italy, Austria being played at Wembley, uh, 2.25 total. So still low, a little higher. Um, And Italy is minus 206. So Denmark and Italy favorites, you know, at least for cash and even a little bit for tournaments, floors, are going to come into play a little more um, if we don't think there's going to be a lot of goals. Yep. Uh, so, so that's definitely something to consider. Okay, that makes sense. Um, jumping into the 
to the forwards, uh, every Italy slate, we kind of are presented with this. Do you play um, Berardi or Insignia? Do you play both? Do you try to get a little immobile there? I think uh, none of them started the third group stage game, but Italy were already through, so they're fully expected to be back uh, in that starting 11. I think it, it's weird. I think Berardi and Insignia are relatively equal. Uh, Insignia is like $400 cheaper, and that's what I think separates him. But like $400 really isn't that much. But for some reason, I just think everybody's going to go to Insignia. He has been taking a few more set pieces, but... I mean, it's like, you know, it's occurrence of where the corner is, not, not so much that they're saying, you know, he's taken the first four and then Berardi takes the next. So I think Insignia is definitely the more popular of the two and Immobile probably should be more popular than either of them in, in tournaments. You read it that way? Yes, uh, exactly that way. Um, Insignia and Berardi splitting set pieces. Uh, it's basically, like you said, 50-50 as to who's going to get more. It just depends uh, where the set piece is or which side the, the corner is on. Um, right. Both are expensive, too. Um, they are. I think people will go to Insignia, uh, $400 price savings, and you know maybe a little bit of like name recognition on his side. Um, I also agree, Immobile better play for tournaments um the first thing i was you know when trying to build a cash lineup we had been playing both these italy forwards in cash in Senia and berardi um and on a two-game slate you know where we're probably not looking at austria i thought um it might be something worth doing but after i looked at it I don't think so. I mean, they're very expensive and like, you know, they don't, you know, Austria doesn't give up a ton of chances. And like, I don't know, I was just, if you just go all the way down to maybe the cheapest guy in consideration, um, Braithwaite, there's a $4,000 difference between him and Berardi. And I guess the way I thought of it was, is, you know, less than 90 minutes of Berardi better than 90 minutes of Braithwaite with a $4,000 price savings? I don't think so. I mean, not even, not even from a, from a floor perspective, really. So, so wh where did you, uh, where did you go with second forward? I'm snickering because I went with Braithwaite. Um, but the way that I ended up there was less, well, it, I, I didn't think it was really possible to do Insignia and Berardi. And I was actually wondering if given the scarcity of goals on this slate, that it might be more optimal to play Insignia and Immobile instead of Insignia and Berardi. That if that game has one or maybe two goals in it, why don't I just get the guy who's most likely to score the goal? Um, the, the difficulty with both Insigne and Berardi is like, they're almost guaranteed not to play 90. I mean, mm -hmm. we know that Chiesa and Bernardeschi are waiting to come on. Belotti is there for Immobile too. Like, I don't think there's um, a great chance that they play 90. And with Wales, Denmark, like there's definitely more of a chance that one of those forwards, Bra Braithwaite, uh, Poulsen, if he starts, which I assume he does, like goes 120. Um, it's unlikely, but it's more of a chance than the Italy guys for sure. Right. And so yeah. it, it's exactly kind of what you said. Would I rather the possibility of 120 for one guy or 60 to 65 for another? And I get a $4,000 savings. Um, I think that whoever the cheapest Denmark forward is tomorrow is going to be popular in cash, even though their floors are basically zero. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not zero, but it's low. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, just, you know, about their floors. I don't, I don't want to say they're good, but you'd assume they'd be on top against Wales. I mean, we, Wales has struggled for the most part. Um, so yeah, I, 4,000, like that's a lot. I, I hadn't considered Immobile though. That's, that, that's what I was thinking about. Um, if you get a goal, it might like it might carry your lineup a long way on a slate on a slate where there might not be many goals. Um, so that's interesting. Were you were you you're considering him as the second forward? 
it was or is it? it was more I was considering him over Berardi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So no, even that, even yeah, even that. I, yeah, I would almost like him better than Berardi too. Yeah, that, that's the way I was looking at it. I, I don't think the right construction is both of is, is two Italian forwards though. I think it, you're just giving up too much salary uh, that kind of handcuffs you in the other spots. I don't. I mean, depending on where lineups end up, I guess it, it could change. But I just I'm not sure sure there's enough value on this slate where you can be spending like twenty one thousand, twenty two thousand on on two players. Um, I. I was going to save this for later just because we usually talk about it later, but I think the easiest, uh, I don't know if it's a hedge really, but the easiest way to, for, to ensure 10 points from an Italian player is with Donnarumma. Like I think that you can spend 5,700 on Donnarumma and have a, you're in the ballpark of where Berardi probably ends up. And so if you, only want to play one Italian forward and their goalie. I think that's actually much more optimal than two high-priced Italian uh, forwards and literally any other goalie on the slate. Yes, I agree 100%. Uh, 21,000, more than 21,000 is just too much for to have to try to get two of those Italy forwards into your lineup. And Donnarumma... Yeah, I mean that's that's a good hedge. Hedge is prob- probably the right word um, for not that much uh, more expensive than the other goalies to possibly get ten points and a clean sheet. I mean, maybe more than ten points. Italy hasn't allowed a goal yet, so right. yeah, I, I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, spending all that money at forward is just it's going to make the rest of your lineup uh, suffer. Yeah. I mean, we have guys at the other positions that we probably want to prioritize, mm-hmm. at least in Absolutely. cash. And so mm-hmm. um, you you basically can't do that if you if you pay up for two for, you know, two of Insignia, Immobile or, or Berardi. Do you have you just thrown out the Austria guys? Yeah, for for tournaments. This is, that's what I was thinking about. Um, so Italy have not allowed a goal in the tournament. Um, Austria not great at scoring goals. So just when you consider that, uh, it makes them a tough target. Um, that being said, it's a two game slate and, you know, they're certain to be the least popular of the forwards. Um, I don't mind it, but it's not, you know, I'm looking to get, I'll probably look to get different somewhere else. Um, I will say that like a guy like Sabitzer, um, he's played 90 minutes every game of the tournament. He would be one of those 120 guys, you know, should it happen in that game. 6,700 is a good price. Um, And listen to another thing that makes them maybe okay is that um, we might not get goals from the forwards on this slate. So, so it might not even that be that bad. You, you might, uh, a floor game might be enough to be the second highest scoring forward. I mean, just think if we get one goal from a forward out of the two games, um, salary savings might be more important um, in that case. So there's, there's definitely some merit. Um, and it might not hurt you too bad if you wanted to do it. And the leverage that they would bring uh, definitely makes it worth it. Um, that being said, it's definitely not where I would want to go first. Um, Gareth Bale looks like a better tournament play to me. Um, we talk about we talked a little about the big players for big games. Um, wouldn't shock me if Bale comes up with something here. It's a good price. Another guy who you know is going to be out there. Um, yeah, what, what, what do you think? I I feel like we're getting to the point where Bale just feels so trappy every time, but like he's got to hit at some point. Um, he's totally that guy that you can play over and over again, and you just have to hope that you still have money left by the time he actually does something. Um, but yeah, I mean, he scored. 
29 against Turkey with a missed penalty. So, you know, we've, Turkey, I know, one, one of the most disappointing teams in the tournament. I guess I uh, I missed Kiefer Moore, 4,800. Um, we think he starts? Yeah. Well, no, thankfully, because well, they're no, yeah. 4,800, that's very cheap. Um, wouldn't mind going for a goal there. And yeah. then uh, you really don't even need one. You, you can just use your salary savings to, to catch up also. Uh, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think, there's, there's, I think a keeper more zero doesn't kill you. No, I keep for more zero really doesn't kill you. I mean, you might get zeros from the Austria forwards. The right. Italy forwards have prohibitive salaries. And, you know, you, you probably have one of the Denmark guys. And, you know, only one of the, only one of the Denmark guys uh, gets there, most likely. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I like that call. It's basically like, is Braithwaite worth $2,500 more than more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a tough question, though. To, um, I. You can make the argument for yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Denmark is definitely the better team. They're the favorite. Um, he's just he he'll get you more floor points. So the, the, those t- tall strikers, aerial targets like Kiefer Moore, we know they they really don't have floors for the most part. Um, so yeah, you know I, the Denmark strikers are better. Are they worth uh, three, almost four thousand more? I don't know. I guess, I guess that's what you got to decide. Um, Forty-eight hundred, though, that's very cheap. So you're right. It, it, he's not going to kill you no matter what. I mean, it, yeah, it's possible that. I mean, if he doesn't start, then Sabitzer is the cheapest starting forward at sixty-seven hundred. Like, where this isn't a slate where we can get away with a thirty-five hundred dollar forward. Um, he's just not there, and so right. Um, Moore's. The, the only way that Moore really gets there and for him to get there is like f- five points at, at most probably is you just hope that when Wales have a corner, he gets his head on it yeah. and, and Schmeichel saves it. So you get yeah, your shot on just, target. I, I sort of, I made fun of his floor a little bit, but he played 90 minutes against Turkey and scored six and a half points. Again, uh, Wales, dominated Turkey basically that game, but, um, yeah, 4,800, uh, very cheap and it, it lets you do whatever you want with the rest of your lineup. So I think it's a fine option. Yeah. The, uh, 13.7 with a goal against Switzerland is impressive, but, uh, I guess he had a yellow card. So there's that, but yeah, if he starts, I think, um, I think he, he is popular only because he's cheap. Um, right. Yeah. I'd expect him to be a relatively popular, uh, play for that price. Right. Right. Uh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I'm just going to assume that Daniel James is really popular in cash games. Um, you know, 6,300 for a lot of Wales' set pieces. They are underdogs, but um, he's significantly cheaper. And the the forward pool, I feel like this is the first slate where we don't have like a lot of forwards that we want to prioritize. I feel, you know, we were getting the whole, you know, Tony Cruz and uh, I was trying to think of what was that other. Midfield. Bruno was on that slate and uh, the Belgium guys. It was a Belgium. Yep. Germany. Yeah. Either way. Um, but this one, I feel like there aren't that many guys that you're like, oh, I have to get this one in. And that kind of just makes uh, Daniel James one of the guys you end up getting in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it makes Daniel James, I guess, stick out as the top midfield play. Um, what, a world. We're, what a world. What a world. We're going to have to talk about David Alaba. Yes. Um, who finally didn't play center back in the last round against the Ukraine and promptly smashed. Absolutely smashed. <laughs> Absolutely smashed. He actually, he could have, you know, he could have had a better, he was on pace for more than that, but yeah, 14 crosses, uh, four shots assisted and he chipped in with another assist. Um, the matchup against Italy, bad, obviously. Yes. They haven't allowed a goal all tournament. They have a great midfield. They're good at keeping possession. They don't allow a lot of chances. That being said, I think you could make an argument for Alaba um, based on the fact that floors might be more important. Um, I will say that I prefer James. So, yes, I agree that James, yeah, he, he seems like he'll be the most popular midfielder and probably rightfully so. Um, so where do you go after him? I, I think the Alba discussion is less about whether you play him instead of James and more if you play him with James. Yeah. actually, And, yeah, good point. and I, I think that he will be semi-popular in cash Alba. Like the, the, the floor is just absurd. Uh, obviously it's, it's matchup dependent and the matchup against Italy is terrible, but they have to win. Like they mm -hmm. can't draw and a loss knocks them out. And so if they fall behind, it's Austria can't just sit back and do nothing. Like they have to attack. And that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to do it, but this, the, the game script is likely there that Alaba is going to have to attack and Maybe he starts the game at center back in the hopes that that somehow helps them keep Italy out. That's actually the worst case scenario that like he starts at center back and they're doing really well defensively because he's back there. I mean, he's dead at that point. And you just have a barrage of, of Italy floor points because they're just firing shots left and right. But if Italy scores early, like that doesn't mean Italy takes their foot off the gas, but it, it that's like a perfect scenario for Alaba. And so, I, I think he's absolutely reasonable in cash. I just, um, I think if you're playing Kellen Moore or Kiefer Moore, excuse me, then Kellen Moore, Kiefer Moore, then like Alaba becomes a lot easier to play, like salary. Yeah. Uh, you bring up a great point about the likely game script uh, for that Austria Italy game. If, if Italy score, you know, a first half goal. Alaba's got a very good chance to be cash optimal with them chasing that game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so, yeah, the question of whether to play him and James together. Um, the lineup that I threw together quickly before we started, I didn't have Alaba in it. I wanted to get your thoughts on this one especially. I was looking at Verratti. Um, 90 minutes last game. He had a great game took 
a few set pieces, um, $1,000 cheaper, and playing for the favorite. So how, how do you, I guess, compare or contrast those two? Verratti playing 90 in a game that basically didn't matter. Not that it, not that I don't think he plays, but like playing back-to-back 90s feels like a lot to me for a guy who just came back from injury. Yeah. Um, that being said, he's miles ahead for me. Like it, if I was thinking of playing Verratti, which I am, if he doesn't start, that absolutely does not mean I'm going to Locatelli or Barella. Like I'm not playing anyone else. Giorgino is in the discussion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, amazingly, we keep talking about how he might be on pens and he's the only one of those three who hasn't scored yet. <laughs> um, I think the Verratti discussion, it not only is, do you play, Ver- do you play him over Alaba, but do you also play him over or with Spinazzola? Uh, cause they're basically the same price mm-hmm. and it's definitely a three midfielder or three defender slate. It's not a three forward slate. Um, so do you think you could play, do you, who of the two or what two do you take of the three of Verratti, Spinazzola or Alaba? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very tough questions. Uh, I agree with you that if it wasn't Ver- Verratti, I wouldn't be going to one of those other Italy midfielders. I also agree that Jorginho is in play though, because he's much cheaper. Yeah. Um, Defenders, yeah. Do do you play? I guess I, I haven't. Ooh, I haven't thought about that comparison. Are, are, should we move on? Should we go, move on to defender? Uh, <laughs> we, no. we absolutely can. Yeah, I mean, Let's, I think midfield and defender. Um, like we know that James is going to be popular in cash. We know people are going to think about Alaba, and I think Verratti absolutely gets consideration. Like, yeah, after that game. And the fact that he took some set pieces. And now again, those were set pieces without Insignia and Berardi on the field. And so I think it's reasonable to think that all three of them could take, you know, just who whoever's by the ball closest. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think any, there's no monopoly situation in this one. So, um, yeah. Um, the more I think of it, you know, Alaba seems like the safer option. Yeah. For, for a variety of reasons. The fact that he has all the sets, the fact that we're not sure about Verratti's minutes. Um, Then you have Verratti playing for Italy and a thousand dollars cheaper. That's going to be a decision. I think, you know, my advice would be to, you don't it, however you feel about that game, I guess if you, you know, if you're, if you're on Italy, you like them, you, don't, you think they're just going to smash Austria, yeah, it makes sense. If you think it's going to be low scoring or even if Austria, if you think Austria are going to be chasing for a while, yeah, Alaba, I'm starting to warm towards Alaba, I guess. That, 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 that'll definitely be a decision. Um, one guy I wanted to highlight for tournaments, uh, the same guy we highlighted on the last slate, and – he responded with arguably the goal of the tournament with respect to Patrick Schick's goal from inside his own half. But yeah. Mikael Damsgaard, 5,500, 20-year-old, um, exciting attacker, um, plays for Sampdoria. Transfer market has him valued at $12 million. He's He's the type of attacker that Denmark haven't had for – for a while, at least that I can remember in the last few years. Um, they really, they need his creativity. He can, you know, produce something out of nothing, uh, come up with a goal. We saw, uh, he, he took a beautiful touch and curled in like a 30 yard effort from uh, the middle of the field. Goalie didn't even move. It, it was yeah. beautiful. Um, but yeah, and it's just, it's a very cheap price. Um, I compare him to, uh, Braithwaite and Paulson. Yeah. I mean, his goal scoring odds are n- not the same, but the salary is cheaper and he's playing for a favorite. Um, great tournament play in my opinion. Yeah. That's a fun call. Um, the only thing that I was hesitant on with Damsgaard was n- not 
like he's played 72 minutes in both of his appearances. Right. He is absolutely not playing 90. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If if you're playing him to get for him to score or have the assist. Uh, So yeah, good point. Uh, Definitely keep that in mind. He's not going to get you there with a floor uh, in 90 minutes. Um, Yeah. I mean, if, if they fall behind and I mean, if they need to score, it seems like he should be on the field, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what we think, though. Right, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter what we think, you know. <laughs> Coaches, yeah. Um, they'll want to bring in other attackers, you know, fresh legs. Um, I, I always think that, too. They're like, don't you want to keep your best players out there? But uh, it seems like they usually think, oh, we're losing. This hasn't worked. Uh, so it's time to make some changes. Um, so basically the same price is, um, Pierre-Emile Hoiberg mm -hmm. who will play 90 or 120 most likely, Mm -hmm. uh, has been much more attacking for Denmark than he has for Tottenham and Southampton before that. Uh, do you think, do you think that 90 to 120 of Hoiberg is better than 72 of Damsgaard. Um, it's definitely comparable. You can absolutely go to Hoiberg on this slate. Um, he's, he's shown a good floor. Uh, Denmark are going to be the more dominant team in this game most yeah. of the time. Uh, you're right. Guaranteed 90 minutes. Um, and he does a bit of everything. Uh, so, yeah, for the same price, he's absolutely safer. Um, and he comes with goal and assist upside too. Uh, if you, yeah, if you told me you preferred him to Damsgaard, I wouldn't have much of an argument. Um, okay. I, go ahead. No, I was agreeing. Yeah, yeah no, um, I was just in, in normally in, in situations like that, I'll lean with the guy who, you know, I think has more upside, you know, Damsgaard, you know, could have a goal and an assist in the first half, you know, and, and sub him at 45 minutes for all I care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but yeah, I like both guys, uh, both good prices. You're right. This isn't the, the Hoiberg that we see for Tottenham. Uh, safe option has upside too. Definitely. Okay, great. Yeah. I feel like, after I said like there are no real midfielders, I want to prioritize on the slate. We're getting like a ton that uh, we're talking about here, but um, yeah, we've got Jorginho at forty three hundred. I I just believe somebody's going to win a lot of money with Jorginho in their lineup at some point. I don't know if it's this slate, but it's happening at some point in this tournament. I agree. Uh, I think you can go to Jorginho again too. Forty three hundred. He's he's even cheaper than he has been. Yeah, uh, he's looked great for Italy. He's shown a floor. We're still not sure if he's on penalties. Um, There's a solid chance that, I mean, there's at least a chance that he is. And and that's great for 4,300. We've seen a lot of penalties this tournament. Uh, He absolutely has assist upside from open play. Um, Yeah, I'll definitely have some Jorginho exposure. Uh, Good tournament play. And you can consider him in cash too, I think, if that's where your build ends up. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think it's reasonable if you end up there. I, I mean, I as like a util, as like a utility, I don't know. You know, I um, think the, I don't know. You have to think that it, he plays more defensively, though. If Verratti starts, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, didn't even consider didn't even consider that that it might be a bit different with him, Verratti, and Barella. Yeah, that's a good point. He could he. When Verratti wasn't out there, um, Locatelli had been playing sort of as the deepest lying of the three. Um, when we played him, and then when we didn't, he just balled out. Yeah. No, that's a good point, though. It, it might change how they play. Maybe it doesn't give him as much open play value or as high as a floor uh, or as high of a floor. Um, so, yeah, maybe t- probably too risky as a cash play. Uh, still – Great upside for tournaments if you can get a goal for 4,300. Like you said, uh, Jorginho is waiting to make 
to make some people some money. It's going to happen. Yeah. I think you, you said it perfectly though, that like Verati, Verati's floor is definitely higher, but he doesn't have penalty upside. Like, well, we, we still don't actually know Jorginho's penalty upside, but we know there's at least uh, it's non-zero, which uh, sometimes it's definitely non-zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so defenders, are there any other midfielders you wanted to talk about? I feel like mm. the Austria ones I'm not looking at and I'm not mm. playing Joe Allen. I don't really? think anybody's winning money with Joe Allen. No, <laughs> nope, I don't think so. Um, not going to consider Joe Allen, but um, I think I got to just give a little shout out to Aaron Ramsey. Um, we've seen him in a lot of goal scoring positions this tournament. And it's just one of those slates where there might not, there's, there's, there's probably not going to be a lot of goals. Um, yeah. So if you get one, it's going to do a lot for you. Uh, if you get, if you get one from somebody that's low owned, it will do even more. Um, so I absolutely think you can take a shot on a guy like Ramsey. Great. I hate playing Aaron Ramsey. It's a tough roster, but there's, there's upside. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's upside. Uh, so defenders, uh, we kind of mentioned Spinazzola before. Um, do, do you think that he is worth prioritizing? Because it is salary, you're basically prioritizing him. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um This, uh, you know, I'm not sure that he's better than Joakim Mela. Um, I'm just, I'm not. Um, look, Austria. We talked about how they they don't they don't necessarily give up too much. I mean, they're yeah. not going to just get run over in this matchup. Um, Mela for about the same price is, you know, he's playing. Yeah, Spinazzola plays high up the pitch, but Spinazzola's in a back four. And Mela is in a back five playing left midfield, um, scored a great goal against Russia, took it very well on the counter. Um, he's had, I mean, his game log looks great. I mean, he's crossing the ball, he's shooting the ball. He, he, he does everything. Um, yeah. I don't know. I might, you know, I might prefer him over Spinazzola. I, I understand if you want to go with the Italy guy, like it makes a lot of sense. So I guess just just in general, I think it's worth prioritizing one expensive defender. How, how do you feel about defender? Uh, my my cash game slave to set pieces had me looking at Daniel Wass mm -hmm. um, just because he should be taking them for Denmark. Mm -hmm. The thousand dollar difference also played a little part in in choosing him over. Uh, how are we pronouncing his name? Male? I think Ma Mela? Yeah. Mela? Some, Mala, Mela, something like that. Yeah. I watch too many games on mute. So I, uh, I don't yeah. get it. Although English announcers tend to butcher names too. So anyway, um, I think one of those two you should have in, your, in a lineup. Like they're favored. Was at least has set pieces, but he hasn't been, you know, quite as, uh, quite as attacking. You can see on this cheat sheet here, their floors are pretty similar. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Wass hasn't had the upside, although it's really just a one goal difference. Um, yeah, I think both, both are reasonable plays. Uh, there's a path to playing both of them, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. in fact, they could be your only Denmark exposure. Like we haven't okay. really talked about much, like the, the Denmark forwards obviously could be popular if, um, as a, like a second, you know, one of them as a second forward, but they're favored and we really haven't talked about them much because I think these are the two guys that you probably want to prioritize if you want some Denmark in your lineup, certainly for cash games. Certainly. Um, Was that's, man, that's an interesting one. He, he's a guy that I would just, I would love to go to until I see his game log and he's played 60 minutes and 62 minutes in the last two. Not 75 good. in the first. I mean, I know it's a relatively small sample, but these are important games. I mean, you got to think he's not going 70 minutes. Um, now, does, does it matter necessarily for cash? It hurts. He's still shown a good floor in that time. I mean, he, like you said, he, 
is probably taking, I mean, he's taken, I, I believe, a monopoly of Denmark set pieces when he's been on the pitch. Right. Uh, last game, the subs came in and took them. Um, yep. When he came off. Um, Literally his sub. His, his sub, yeah, Stryger Larson. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhere there that I would normally want to go. Uh, the minutes I don't love at all, especially, you know, I just thought of the question you asked me to start off this podcast. What if that game goes extra time and you choose 60 minutes from Wass over 120 from another guy? It's not a situation that I would want to be in, um, but he's cheaper. Um, definitely think you could still go there. I think the clearest thing there is uh, apologies for those listening, uh, not seeing the cheat sheet up in, in the video here, but uh, Voss and uh, Mela have both played three games and Voss has played 73 fewer minutes. Like that's more minutes than he's played in a game. <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. So yeah, I think you, you hit that. Like if, if one of them is playing 120, it's not Voss. Right. And like you said, that's something that could be important on this slate. Um, mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do, if I have the salary, and I may even prioritize having the salary, I'll probably go to a guy like, I don't know, I'll go to Mela or Spinozola. Like, I'll pay the extra salary for double-digit points rather than Wass's seven points. Mm -hmm. um, for tournaments, yeah, he he definitely has assist upside being that he's on set pieces. Um, yep. So he can score a goal also. He, he shoots too. And, and uh, he plays in an attacking position. Uh, so it's still a good play for tournaments. Uh, if I was making one lineup, yeah, I'd, I'd look to one of those. I'd look to one of the more expensive ones. I don't think he starts because they don't have to start him, but uh, Stryger Larson's 4,500. And I think, you could definitely play him. I mean, if he starts, he's going to be popular. Set pieces Absolutely. at that price. People will take that for 60 minutes and then, you know, start cursing about it when they go 120. But right. I no, I, yeah, I agree, though. If if Stryger Larson got a start, um, great price. He'd be popular and he should be. Uh, took the set pieces when he was when he came in last game. Absolutely. Is there. Um, is there any thought on, I mean, I, frankly, I, I consider all, literally all of the other defenders the same. Yeah. Nobody else really stuck out to me. Um, nobody else sticks out to me either. So I'm just gonna cross off the Austria defenders in this situation, in this, yeah, in this, on this slate. Um, yeah. Of course, they're in play, but yeah, we talked about the Denmark defenders. Italy center backs, they look okay. You know, the, it, they haven't allowed a goal yet. Clean sheet in every game. Uh, I feel like that's where people will go. Maybe Benucci, 3,500, pretty cheap. Seems like a pretty good option. Uh, if you just want it, if you're just looking for someone else to consider, Connor Roberts like has outside chance to be involved in a goal. I guess a better chance to be involved in a goal than Ben Davis, I would say. Um, but yeah, no, th these are just guys, not, you know, guys that I'm going to have interest in either. Um, yep. uh, yeah. My defender pool is probably going to be pretty small with, with the expensive guys we talked about. And then, you know, some center backs that fit with whatever keeper I'm playing. Um, yeah. Cash, I just put in Benucci. Where did you go at second defender? Uh, I think that's probably where a lot of people go. Like, that's kind of too cheap for a center back on a big favorite. Um, I guess, I mean, I assume he starts. He played 90 the first two games and then came off at halftime of the third game, but that game didn't matter. But I guess you have to consider that if he doesn't, for some reason, uh, 3,500 is so low that you're you're going to end up playing a, an Austria center back because there's no one cheaper on Italy. Um, but yeah, I think that's where a lot of people go. But I think if anyone below him start, like the, the Wales guys are under 3,000, um, whether it's Mepham or uh, Rodan, like I think, I don't think there's a huge difference, uh, 
Uh, Benucci is probably just as likely to get a yellow card as he is a clean sheet. And so (laughs) you have to consider that. But the the floor differences on these guys are are just so minimal that you're playing for them. that's a that's a really good point, actually. Though, like, if if going from Benucci to one of those Wales guys, you know, you save eight hundred dollars. If that's what you need to do to get to the lineup you want, then do it. Absolutely, forget forget. You know, yeah, we'd rather play Benucci. He's on the favorite, better clean sheet odds. But yeah, um, if. If going to one of those 2,700 guys can help complete your lineup, that's what I would do. Good point. Yeah. There's just the, the reasonable outcomes are so similar that I just don't Absolutely. They're just all guys and they don't really do anything anyway. <laughs> Although there's Rodan Nephim right at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vestigar, oh, I was just checking out the Denmark guys' prices. Vestigard, thirty-one hundred. Uh, yeah, that's pretty that's cheap. Okay. He he's taken four shots in the tournament. He scored some goals for Southampton. He's huge. Um, so don't hate that for tournaments. Um, Christensen saw his price raised after what a goal, Christian. Wonder goal, yeah. I mean, that ball is like still traveling. <laughs> Just yeah, rip through the net. Just, just a rocket. The the, the Russia goalie. He he, did, he hadn't even put his. The ball was in the back of the net, and he, then he started to put his hands up. <laughs> um, but yeah, too expensive for a guy like Christensen. Yeah, um, those cheap whale center backs are good. Yeah, okay. The the one thing I would say is on a slate here where we have the potential to, for extra time, and obviously it's an issue with Denmark, but center backs at least on better teams tend not to get subbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're more likely to play 120 than, than fullbacks mm-hmm. that can get subbed off for more attackers. But Definitely. But, you know, there's no guarantee either of these games because 120, but both of them could. So we got to... Right. It's just consider. something to consider. You're right. When you, we try to consider everything. Right. Um, so we talked about Donna Rama before. Uh, I'm not sure there's really anything else to say. Like, I think if you're paying up, that's where you go, at least in cash. Um, I I mean, I guess, I, I think Bachman at, at 3,800 will be literally the least popular. Like it's a $500 to Danny Ward in the game with a very low total. And um, if people are playing, you know, expecting Italy to do a lot, then, I mean, Bachman could be popular, could be, uh, you know, have he has the save upside, I, I suppose, but... Um, mm-hmm. I feel like people who pay down probably, you know, likely have the money to at least get to, to ward at 4,300. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. I don't think there's much else to say about Donnarumma. We've, we've said a few times that Italy are yet to allow a goal in this tournament. Um, well, I, be- I believe it's 11 straight games. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 11 straight games then. Um, All wins too. He's clearly the best option. Yeah, that's where you go. Uh, We've also said that expensive goalies are better on smaller slates and help your lineups more on smaller slates. So everything points to Donnarumma. Um, All the way down. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, Then you can go to one of those uh, guys in the Denmark-Wales game. The winning keeper in that game definitely has a chance to outscore Donnarumma. And Bachman. Um, he makes sense for turn for tournaments because he's going to be the least popular. Um, if, if that's the case, yeah, I would assume that's the case, but yeah, um, in the off chance that that game's zero zero and headed to extra time, I mean, he's going to smash even, even if they lose. Um, so yeah, I don't mind Bachman for tournaments. Um, but Donnarumma is a, is somewhat of a priority. Yeah. He's a priority on this slate. Yeah, that's how I was looking at it. That uh, and kind of said at the beginning, like I think he he can match a second Italy forward, and so if you can do that with four thousand extra or two three thousand, five thousand, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a- like it's absolutely that's an absurd difference. Absurd difference. Um, I was also going to say, like using Bachman because we expect Italy to be popular. Like I think for tournaments, Bachman makes a ton of sense, but also you, I don't think. 
Like if you're saying I, I need some leverage against Italy, I think Bachmann does it enough. I don't think you need to stack like an Austria, like an Austria attacking stack. Like if you're going to, if you think Italy's not going to be able to do anything, but if everybody's playing Italy, I'll play Bachmann. And then you could even just stack the other game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think getting a bunch of Italy or a bunch of Austria is necessary. If you're just trying to get leverage off of Italy. I agree. Com- completely agree. Uh, Bachmann would be enough. You don't have to, you don't have to, yeah, stack Austria or even pair them with multiple Austria guys. Um, that's enough. And is Schmeichel the overlooked one? Like, if you're going to pay up, just use get the 500 to go to Donnarumma. But like Schmeichel, is, yeah, is right there too. Well, yeah, we see these guys that are on teams that are clearly, you know, a notch below the the favorite that we want to play. We see guys like that go overlooked all the time. Good call. Uh, Schmeichel's a great tournament play. Um, likely has a higher ceiling than Donnarumma. Um, mm-hmm. um, Bale's, Bale's going to take shots when he can. Uh, there's, there's save upside for Schmeichel. Uh, that game has a low total as well. So not only does he have upside, but he'll give you leverage too as being uh, less popular. Uh, yeah. Love Schmeichel for tournaments. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That was a long conversation about goalies when we only have four of them, but I think they all kind of offer something different. So mm-hmm. nice that we uh, went through them. All right. Uh, if anybody has any follow-up questions for me or Ryan, you can find us in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join that. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber and want to try us out for free for 10 days, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Gets you access to the entire site, uh, so all the sports we cover, as well as that Discord chat. If you're watching this on YouTube and have enjoyed it, if you could please hit the like button below. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. Saw a few new uh, reviews on some different platforms, so thank you for those who have have done that. Uh, Ryan, thank you for that, and good luck on Saturday. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.